0: Heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me as always, my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie?
1: Not too bad.
0: That's very good. It's uh, it's interesting because I know we haven't had an episode, a full episode, in three weeks. Uh, we did have the mini last week to talk about the legendary hero and all the other little updates for the game but um we're actually gonna have two normal episodes in a row due to our new schedule which is kind of a a new thing for us it's been a while since we've had two uh normal summoners call episodes in a row so look forward to that it does mean that we've got heroes back to back here to talk about uh this week and then next not this episode But Eddie, um, we have special heroes to focus on today. And uh, we are going to start with the banners. Running right now is the Weekly Revival 38 and 76 banners. Legendary Alir sticks around for a few more days until the 13th. Turn of Fate goes until the 14th. Tempest Trials goes until the 16th. Ascended and Rearmed Heroes goes to the 17th. Hall of Forms Revival until the 23rd. Legendary and Mythic Hero Remix 1 and 2, that's two separate banners, goes until the 24th. And the Special Heroes banner we're going to be talking about today, Wins Offered, goes until the 6th of October. Now, Eddie, how did you do on your summoning over the past uh, three weeks?
1: Um, forgot to note it in the notes, but I did hop into the Lear and managed to get Legendary Lear. I also dipped into the Special Heroes banner here and got a Duo Kagero fairly quickly, followed not long by a four-star Katria. I did eventually manage, uh, after the Spark, to get all four of the units. So, got all of them. Very good. As usual for me.
0: <laughs> I, I just want to say, as is tradition uh, for Eddie when summoning. Uh, for me, before the special heroes were announced, I decided I was going to Spark on the legendary Alir banner to try and summon Alir. It had been it had been a while since I've actually, you know, paid attention to the legendary slash mythic banner, so I I figured I was due up, uh, and I ended up getting an Ashera and legendary Ninian, which were both new to me, on the way to sparking for legendary Alir. Uh, but that does mean no summoning on the special heroes banner, and I'm back into savings mode as we wait for whatever comes next. Either it's well, we don't know. It'll be new heroes, so I don't know what the current trend is for, for what game those will be from, but... Um, well, we
1: know we're getting, uh, based on the Tempest Trial, we should be getting Rearmed Plumeria next week. But right. beyond that, we don't know. I don't know off the top of my head what game it'll be.
0: There was, I think, a data mine for that. Uh, I did see that I was in just
1: looking at the Tempest Trial that, you know, the boss in the final one is a Rearmed Plumeria, so... Uh, she good. has the skill Arcane Euphoria. Oh, uh, which... oh,
0: that's right. Yeah, because we did. So I think the data mine came from the Tempest Trials. And
1: yeah, uh, the Tempest Trial talks about uh, if I don't remember if you know if you've been in it or noticed it, but it talks about how um, uh, there can be dream eaters that'll take over bodies or make fake bodies or something. And I guess I did, Plumeria... Yeah. Is one of them because there's a plumaria that has an arcane weapon and a different, slightly different look. So, in the Tempest Trial, you usually with these ones, you can usually tell who the next hero is in the new heroes if they're not already out. Is going to be, uh, well, I guess they're not always ever already out, but who the next hero is going to be through the boss of the one right before it. Not always, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's deterrent, like the uh, you you know. Not always, but usually it is.
0: Yeah, that makes Deep sense. Enough to spot. So,
1: uh, other than that, uh, like mentioned, we do have that new banner due um, to the new recording blah, 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 blah. I swear I'll learn to talk one of these days. Although I probably shouldn't make empty promises. Thanks uh, <laughs> to the new recording pro- policy, we will be back next week, as we are scheduled to get the next hero set of new heroes this Friday, September fifteenth. Uh, Not much else of big note this week, though. Helen Mirabilis got their uh, remixes today, as well as a new round of limited hero battles and Seer Snare going on, on top of the still-going Tempest Trial that you can get Fuga, I believe it is, off of.
0: Yes, Fuga. Yeah. So, uh, and also looking at the upcoming events, uh, we have our next resplendent hero, Ursula, Blue Crow. Starting on September 25th, for Fae Pass subscribers, you'll be able to add Ursula in her Dolkulfheimer, which is the Realm of Nightmares-inspired armor, to your Heroes collection. So, book four continues.
1: The Realm of Fairies refuses to let its iron grip on Resplendent Heroes go, because we just got our um, Dokelheimer geared Rajat, I believe it was, and yes. the next one is going to be... Uh, Ursula in a same not even not just book four but same realm dark elves although dark fairies does fit for um, uh, Ursula
0: yes yeah for sure it is Um, it, yeah book four seems to be the preferred book for resplendent heroes and we'll continue to uh, sort of monitor that as we move forward if you
1: want to be cynical I guess they just really like drawing all the female characters as fairies yeah,
0: I have seen that uh I have seen that sort of comparison in the Reddit and uh some wondering when we were going to see, you know, more male uh heroes with the book four look, which uh we have not had uh I I think yeah, in quite most, a while. Most of
1: the male heroes get other books. Um Who was the last one? Morgan got what was it? Was it Muspelheim
0: or Yeah. I think that's right. So. Muspelheim is a pretty common one. Asker, uh, Embla, or yep. other ones. I find they usually apply to the male heroes. But uh, yeah, we do have new heroes to discuss today uh, from the Winds Offered banner that is running right now. Following the Fire Tribe spotlight last year, the Wind Tribe gets its time in the sunlight with Claude from Three Houses, Dogger from Fey, Katria, who is the four-star from Mystery of the Emblem, Kagero plus Orochi from Fates uh which are all on the banner and then for the tempest trials hero as we mentioned earlier hailing from Fates we have Fuga who I think a lot of people uh guessed from the teaser silhouettes that came out they they oh, okay. spotted Claude right away and then folks were saying that's that's Fuga it's got to be you know wind tribe and all that So um yeah it's a so I was trying to remember and Eddie you might be able to help me Last year was the fire tribe, or did they skip that one and do thieves last year? I was trying to remember the years sort of blend together for me.
1: I believe last year was the fire tribe uh thieves was also last year, but I believe that was the August one
0: oh, where this year okay. we got
1: the um oh uh, what was it this year
0: oh uh we just <laughs> did tea time
1: yes, the tea time one yeah we it was just did the that. I think the thieves banner was in place of the tea time and uh. Last year's, um, you know, September was Firetrap.
0: That's right. I'm kind of mixing them all together. That's true. So I was mistaken there. I thought they were kind of the same, but uh, just very close together. Very, very uh, collected. Um, Now, our first hero, which I did mention, is Claude Golden Breeze. Claude is the heir to House uh, Regan of the Leicester Alliance. Leicester. I did that wrong, didn't I? I feel like I—that's the one I always mess up. In the Leicester Alliance. Leicester Alliance. Okay, I—I I might have said that. Uh, <laughs> in uh, Fodlin, and he's here to join the party uh, at the Wind Festival. Claude is a green dagger hero wielding playful pinwheel. Claude has uh, two new skills: the first being attack slash speed prime four in the A slot, and the second being deep star in the B slot. Rounding out his kit, his lethality as a special and attack slash speed oath 4 in the C slot. Now when I was writing this out, I think I forgot to include the type of hero. Yes, he's a flying hero. So, um, fitting. Which is course. common for
1: Claude.
0: Yeah, of course. Very fitting for Claude. And uh, like I said, he was in the silhouette. People spotted his hair right away. His ruffled roguish hair. And yeah i mean in terms of three houses like claude's a favorite so anytime we get more three houses i'm down for that his uh. artwork has so i'm just looking at his artwork now because i i had not summoned on the banner but his attack uh and sort of damaged art has like this weird um golden wind effect almost like he's pulling up like golden sand or whatever it's kind of interesting and it has that sort of like connection to um uh, Golvig and how she has sort of the golden snakes and stuff. I'm sure it's not like immediately connected, but it, it reminded me of that. So it fits right in with uh, the current book we're doing with the, the sort of golden sand motif type thing.
1: Well, I mean, with the title Golden Breeze, that kind of makes sense too.
0: Of course. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense as well. But yeah, it does also
1: kind of fit in with this season. with The, you know, golden sand matching... Gulvig and all that, so but joining Claude is Dogger, the Bluster Princess. Uh, original character Dogger blows her way onto this banner following New Spell's example last year and this year is here as a red sword cavalry unit. She wields the Fujin Uchiwa, which based on the art is either a very short blade or a kite attached to a sword hilt. Oh wait, looking at the attack art, it is a fan of nine short blades of varying sizes on it. And it uh, on top of boosting her special, uh, one less to trigger, it boosts her stats by plus five to any bonus already on each stat independently, reduces foe stats by any penalty on that stat already, uh, each one calculated independently again, and gives her plus one attack to special cooldown while also reducing damage from foe's first attack by 40%. Uh, and it does all this if she has at least 25% health. She has a unique B-Skill called Twin Skywing that will grant Pathfinder to her support partner. Uh, and if apparently if she has more than one support partner with her, she will it will not trigger. Although I thought characters could each only have one support partner. Uh, it inflicts a debuff of speed defense minus 5 on a foe uh, during combat if she has 25% or more health, while also preventing foe follow-ups and ensuring her own follow-up. Ah, uh, she comes with two other tier four skills, attack speed clash and alarm attack speed, but no new ones. Uh she also has a special on her kit.
0: And and Dogger being like one of the more favored uh book five heroes, I believe. Like she was she's and she's the one that has the sister, right? I'm trying to remember her sister's name, but like sort of the yeah, um, dueling gods type thing. Um well, yeah. not is the sister. Yes. Yeah. And uh, uh, her artwork is uh, very cool. She's got the sort of, as you said, her weapons. The uh, what was it? It's like a fan type thing. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. in terms of it's fire, like a fan Heroes, of blades. Fan so. of blades. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. I think she's a great fit here, and uh, she looks super rad. Uh, next up, we have our four star hero, Katria, Windswept Knight. Katria is the middle of three Pegasus Knight sisters of Macedon, but today she's making an appearance at the Wind Festival. Katria is a blue bow flying hero wielding white wind bow plus and is the four-star hero on the banner, as I mentioned. She has no new skills, but rounding out her kit is harsh command plus as an assist. And I lost my place here. Oh, Attack slash speed catch three in the A slot and S slash D far trace three. In the B slot, uh, and of course it makes sense. Um, you've got the, uh, as you said, the what was it? Oh, now I lost it again. The like, what's the what's the trio called? I'm, I'm, it's on the tip of my tongue, but it's the trio the of Pegasus Knights. White Winds, I believe it was. Yes, the White Wind or White Winged.
1: White Wing or White Wind? Yeah, White Wing. I think. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. White Wing, not Wind. Of oh, Palacatria no. Nest.
0: Yes. Now I'm looking at it. Uh, You know, you kind of have a chance to get it right right or wrong. I mean, her weapon is the white wind bow. So maybe she is uh, a white wind sister. Let's see. Um, I'm just going to quickly look that up. But like she is uh, it makes sense to have uh, one of the three Pegasus Knights uh, on the game for sure. Like, I mean, wind tribe flying. It is white wings. It is white wing. Okay.
1: If you look at her base version, she is middle white wing.
0: Okay. It's a white wing, one of the white wing sisters.
1: This one's the white wind bow because it is, you know, the, uh, wind tribe. celebration. of course
0: course that makes sense. So, you know, having one of those sisters, uh, appear on this banner makes perfect sense to me. She's a great fit. Uh, being the four star hero on the banner. I think that also works. I mean, we have, I mean, if you look at the rest of the options, I think it makes sense. I don't think you want to put Claude in the four star slot again. (laughs) Wasn't he the four star?
1: <laughs> he, he's been four star a lot, so it's nice okay. to, for him to get a non four star version of himself.
0: Yeah, but, I was just going to. I feel like there wasn't there was some controversy about not controversy, but like people getting a little why you four star in my clod. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very probably, if I believe correctly, his summer version was the four star unit. That, that rings a bell. Yeah. Yep, he was four to five star special unit. His summer version, his you know. Other, his base versions are all locked, but he was the four to five star summer because they opted not to um, non five or give someone or lock out the four star. And I guess since it was special, they felt it was okay, but this time he gets to stay a four, five star.
0: Yes. Well, congratulations, Claude, on keeping your five star status. I mean,
1: if she wasn't a duo hero, Kagera would not be a bad choice for the four star hero either. But of course, Kagero is the duo hero, joined by Orochi with uh, subtitle Bond Unwavering. Kagero was following further behind in quantity of units as opposed to those others who have quite a stack. So uh, she returns here to joined by Orochi, a fellow retainer of Hoshido, as a colorless cavalry dagger unit. The pair wield the, a pair of peacock feather fans called the Brightwind fans which of note has what I think is a new version of Canto. If I'm reading your right, it allows them to move as much as they move before attacking with a max distance of three. So if some skill or something allowed them to move four or more spaces before attacking, they only get to move away by three. Uh, she has a new tier four version of Disarmed Trap, as well as a second tier four skill in Remote Sparrow on top of a uh, special skill in a tier three Colorless Feud. So. Very
0: good. Yeah, uh I saw some rumblings that folks were saying there was a bunch of actual wind tribe characters from Fates that they could have pulled in and they went with Kagero. Um I mean
1: Kagero has four other versions. She was one of the highest ones. She got like a couple early specials and joins Nina from last year's uh we call it, banner, the thief banner. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. But. Yeah, it's uh it like I don't I don't usually get upset when we have like heroes showing up more often than others. Uh again, like So
1: I'm trying to think. I guess Hayato is the only other wind tribe I can think of and I guess he got the shaft like uh what's her name? Rinka did last year cuz Rinka was the four-star unit yet the the events all about her <laughs> or her I, tribe. I saw
0: some talk of maybe Saizo as well. From Fates. Oh, it
1: was Saizo Wind Tribe? Okay. Maybe. I thought Hayato is the only one I can think of, and I could be misremembering, that was uh, Wind Tribe, and I'm not even sure if he's in the game yet, yet he doesn't get a sh- an appearance here.
0: Right. So some people were talking about K's and Saizo, but maybe they're not Wind Tribe. They are Hoshidan ninjas. They're Hoshidan.
1: Maybe they did, were born in the Wind Tribe and came to the capital, like, uh, capital... But I didn't realize they were a wind tribe. If they are, I'm not saying well, they are, and I just didn't know. Realize,
0: I guess. So Kaz means wind in Japanese. So I think maybe ah. that's why folks were kind of like, "You had it; it was right there, and you and didn't do it." It uh, could be
1: that. It could also be that you know they are actually wind tribe, and I just didn't realize it.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not personally sure. I know that. I know that people were saying that Fuga is. From the Yeah, Fuga is
1: the leader of the Wind Tribe and I believe like in uh what was it? Not Conquest, the other one. Uh Birthright. I believe you meet Kuga and Hayato joins you from the Wind Tribe. I could be misremembering that as well.
0: But Yeah.
1: I think it's I'm Hayato. Not sure. I could be misremembering his name.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh well while you're looking that up, I can go over Fuga here. Fuga Force of Gales. Uh, Guess who's taking charge of the Wind Festival? That's right. It's none other than Fuga, the Wind Tribe's chief. Fuga is an Axe Infantry Hero wielding Wind Tribe Club Plus and is available as the Tempest Trials Hero for this banner. No new skills, but rounding out his kit is Bonfire as a special, Heavy Blade 3 in the A slot, and Threaten Attack Slash Defense 2 in the C slot. Again, not much to write home about, Tempest Trials Hero, but... uh, very fitting to have, well, you know. I
1: mean, once again, you could argue that it's kind of getting the shaft again, like Rinka last year, because he's the chieftain of the wind tribe and he is relegated to a tempest trial unit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to correct myself. That's true.
1: Rinka being relegated to the four star unit last year. But, um, I did find confirmation. The known people from the wind tribe are Fuga, Hayato and Rajat, who is Hayato's mm-hmm. daughter. And the Tharja, Duplicate copy, whatever you want to call it
0: sure, yeah, that makes sense but I wonder, yeah, so I mean you're absolutely right, like Fuga being the special heroes or uh, the special heroes tempest trials unit i I almost feel like is that work like I actually think like the four star is worse than the tempest trials unit like in terms of like true the the joke of you being you know uh delegated or or uh, demoted. In a way, like in my mind, like if you're offered for free through the Tempest Trials, I'd say that's a bit of a bump over four star that just in my mind, because all the players get you, right?
1: There is that. But there's also the argument that, you know, he is not getting, um, you know, he's not getting a five star version. True. That's all I'm saying is four star in Tempest Trials is probably better than being the four star uh, unit on the banner. Um in special banners, it's a little abnormal because they are still locked to only being on special banners. But like the, you know, being the, uh, you know, being the tempest trial unit as opposed to being a, a five star unit on the banner, you know. And yeah, Hi- and I did scroll through, and it looks like Hayato has yet to be come into heroes at all. So it was a chance to bring two Wind tribe units to the game. Two more Rin Tribe units and the parent of one of the others that's already in the game. They opted, and I understand they like to keep these mixed, because I think if we look at last year's uh, Bite of Flame, it was Lin, Muspel, Rinka, and Tana. I don't remember who the Tempest Trial unit last year was off the top of my head. but So keeping one from the main game, although in this one we got it as a duo hero. It was Tana joined by I think Peony was it. E- uh, yes. Yeah. That Tana makes sense. harmonized with Peony.
0: Yeah. uh I, It it is it's it's one of those things I know. And the other thing I just thought of in terms of a Tempest Trials sort of feature, you could argue well, Intelligent Systems doesn't think this character specifically is going to cause people to buy orbs, therefore we'll put them on the Tempest Trials as opposed to the paid banner. There is that way to look at it as well. But as a player who, you know, just doesn't summon everything, I actually think it's cooler when they put them on the Tempest Trials as opposed to the four. Like the four star is nice and all. And I know in terms of like paid content that the four star is technically a bump above the Tempest Trials. But as someone who's a free-to-play player, like I actually appreciate more when a hero is added to Tempest Trials. But that's obviously not the end goal for a free-to-play game, you know?
1: I honestly don't know it which one is technically better. Both usually don't have a ton in the way of skills, and I don't know if their stats are really that different. You know, usually it relies on their weapon more than anything to determine which one's better for a banner. Mm-hmm. So, And you could argue that any unit can be used with enough, uh you know, investment put into them. So but it just still feels kind of like you know you're get i I say giving the shaft but you know it just feels kind of like you're relegating them lower by putting them as a four star unit as opposed to locking them to five star even if it's not accurate you know yeah and just the fact of their kit is usually a lot lower so it requires a lot more investment to make them e- usable you know
0: yeah that's another way to look at it for sure uh, well, I mean, those are the heroes on the banner and related to the banner for that matter, but, uh, that is what we've got for today. Uh, no Elk Realm Gate, although, you know, I was talking Eddie pre-show, about you know, there's a rumor that there's a Nintendo direct and I don't want to get people excited, but like, Hey, if that Nintendo direct happens to be this week and we happen and we are recording next week. Maybe we'll have something to talk about in the Outrealm Gate uh, that is related to a new Fire Emblem game. I don't know.
1: And I feel if the Direct is not this coming week and it happens to be later in the month, we'll probably try and throw together a mini of us discussing it if there is any Fire Emblem news. But, you know, my whole thing is just keep your expectations in check. Don't get mad and upset as the Internet likes to do when their dreams and delusions don't come true.
0: That is a very
1: your mindset is a dream and delusion, it's just that so many people get mad, you know, like Starfield is a good example lately. You know, people are mad that they did what they said they were gonna do, where, you know, leaving a planet is not actually flying off the planet, but a cutscene. People are mad that, you know, they you know, it's like they never promised it would be anything more than a cutscene. They straight up said it would be a cutscene, and yet people are complaining that it's that. So, yeah,
0: it's, um, it's funny you brought up Starfield and I know we're not going to head down this path too far, but, um, I was having a conversation with someone who was saying like, oh, they lied about Starfield and you just look at the way they talked about landing on planets. And I'm like, you know, I'm struggling with Starfield all on its own, but if you like are trying to tell me that like manually landing on planets and taking off from planets Uh, was something that should have been in there, that would have probably made the game harder for me to continue going. Like, I actually appreciate that the game is like, look, don't worry about landing and takeoff. Just go, you know?
1: I mean, unless that person can provide me a quote where they said it, from what I recall, they already got a lot of flack a while ago because they said, no, you're not going to land on planets. It's going to be a cutscene when you land and take off of planets. You're not going to manually do it. So I don't know what they were smoking because it was never said that way. And for me, the biggest confusion about Starfield is the comparisons to No Man's Sky because No Man's Sky has no story. It's just, yeah. hey, go do whatever you want. Starfield has always said it's going to have a story. And the only reason I'm, you know, aside from the fact that I get it via Game Pass and ended up getting it when I got a new, um getting a copy of it when I got a new... uh. Graphics card for Baldur's Gate Three. You know, other than that, I probably wouldn't have bothered with it because I have no interest in No Man's Sky. If it was more No Man's Sky, I would not touch it. But the fact that it's more Bethesda, you know, ESO, Fallout, I'm willing to try it. And the fact that I get it for through Game Pass and got another copy anyway.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have. uh, I'm playing through Game Pass. It's it's one of those things where I. some and the, the same person had, well, would you have bought it? And I was like, well, probably not at launch. I mean, I'm still playing Baldur's Gate 3. We've got the whole October madness that's happening with everything coming out in October this year. So I, I'm I, September is usually pretty busy, anyways. So, uh, look, I, the, bringing us back to the direct, like, of course, like, if, if Fire Emblem's featured in a way that uh, is, you know, worth, uh, worth scheduling a mini, um, uh, well, either way, we will talk about it. We'll figure it out. We'll do a discussion around it because, again, like this, this show is about Fire Emblem, the franchise in general as well. So, uh, when new yep. information is given, um, we cover it here. So, whether we do that next week, Nintendo, I don't know. Nintendo doesn't listen to this, so they don't. And and all, if, even if they did, they don't make they don't make their plans around us. Um, so, whether that direct is happening this week, although. Uh, we've already missed the window today for them to announce the direct. So uh, it might be next week. Who knows? But talk, is it supposed to be this week? Probably maybe Wednesday is what people are saying. So, um, okay. But now that I've put that out there, it's not going to happen. That's just how, how it works. <laughs> That's why I don't even want to bother mentioning what the rumors are for Fire Emblem. Cause I don't want to, I, I also don't want to do that. So
1: well, I got most of the week off. I'll keep an eye out for it. Yes.
0: We will keep an eye out and we will either talk about it next week or we'll talk about it uh, when it happens.
1: For when it happens, yeah.
0: Yep. September direct. Look forward to it. Uh, you can visit us on the web at GamersInPodcast.com slash fay. Check out the Fire Emblem channel and the Gamers In Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find me at R. Murphy, Eddie at Drell Fear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers In for show updates. Be sure to check out feheroes.fandom.com, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem Heroes information. It's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. As we discussed earlier, we'll be back with a normal episode next week to discuss the latest new heroes. Have a great week, and happy summoning.